99% of people say that family is the most important thing in their life. Yet, building a harmonious family can be a challenge to many of us. So many questions we have no answers to. In this podcast, I, Nevena Bajalac, Dubai's number one harmonious family expert and coach, author and speaker, interview parents around the globe so you can hear the real stories, experiences and struggles parents face. Every guest will, will share with us a unique discovery about parenting, something that nobody told them about. And I will also share with all of you unique tools, strategies that you can use to enjoy parenting more and building that harmonious family you have dreamed about. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of Building a Harmonious Family with Nevena Bajalats. And today, my guest is Anna Maria Ronca. Um, and Anna Maria is coming to us. She's originally from Italy, but she's at the moment in Dubai. And Anna Maria is, for those who, who are watching us visually, she's, uh, it's a real parenting podcast. She's holding her two months uh, baby boy. And um, she's a mother of three. She's published out and um, she had a quite a journey with her life traveling living across different continents different countries and um, having and building her family so I'm very grateful to have Anna Maria here first of all welcome to the show thank you I'm here I'm happy to, to be here Yes, it's a pleasure having you, Anna Maria. And I would just like to, first of all, uh, let you share a little bit more about your background, what happened, where were you before you started building your family, and how how was your first experience being a mom for the first time? Okay, so um, let's start by telling that I met my boyfriend that became later my husband at high school. So it's quite a life that I know him more than me, probably. And I studied modern languages at university in Italy and a PG in uh, African studies because I wanted to work in the humanitarian field. And I had the first experience in Guinea with um, an agency of uh, United Nations. Um, but then it was very hard to get another job. So this was my uh, first disappointment with, with real life, let's say. And then I started working in um, sport events as um, a relationship uh, uh, coordinator with the uh, African uh, Sporting Federations in Milan for the boxing championship. And then we, um, we moved, I moved with my boyfriend at the time in Singapore for the Youth Olympic Games. And um, after that, I decided to stop with the sport. Um, I wanted to go back to humanitarian field. So we... We, we, we went together, but we split up. So he went to live in London. And officially, I lived in London with him. But I got a job with Doctors Without Borders, and I left for Africa. So I visited and worked in many African countries, um, in war zones, especially. So when I finished, I came back to London. Then he moved to France. So when I finished the job in Africa, I went, to, I went back to France. And so my life was very adrenalinic, you know, when you were when you work in a war zones and um, your level of adrenaline is really very high. So um, when I um, came back from Central African Republic, that it was um, a really bad experience for um, 
I mean, you work with the gunshot and, you know, high tensions. So I, I plan to have a rest for a couple of months. And but surprise, I got pregnant. And in the doctor told me that it was because of the medicines, you know, uh, against uh, malaria uh, that, that caused me this uh, boom in, in my body. So because I, 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 at the beginning, I told it was it is not possible. It's not possible to be pregnant. Um, but when they say no, it's confirmed it's like this. My first reaction was not being happy. And I <laughs> now I regret this. <laughs> I feel very sad uh, thinking of that. But, um, you know, my first reaction was, oh, my God, I don't have a long term job because when you work in the humanitarian field, especially with Doctors Without Borders, is by project. So when you finish one project, you are unemployed. And so I thought I'm pregnant. No one will want uh, you know, um, a pregnant woman to work to start another job. So I will be unemployment like forever. Uh, what can I do? I'm not used to be an housewife, you know, to stay home. It's not my life. Um, but then I, um, this was my you know, challenge and my first struggles. I um, I understood that I can convert my I could convert myself in something else. So being a mother doesn't mean that your career will finish. Yeah. So and I'm grateful because my husband we in the meantime we got married. Um, he was very comprehensive and he told me that he could help me in understanding which direction I wanted to uh, to start to, to start a new myself. And so, for sometimes we we went back to Italy to decide to start to stay with the, with our families, um, and this was helpful too. I needed some time to have a rest to understand how to manage a kid, even if he's an angel. The first one is an angel, um, and I uh, took a diploma for being a supporting teacher for ADHD and learning disorders um, kids. And uh, I worked there. So it was, you know, part-time job. I had time in the morning to be with the baby and to do something at home. And in the afternoon, I could work. And of course, grandparents are a huge help for this. So I didn't. I never paid a babysitter. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, the adrenaline comes back and say, mm, I want to go back to, you know, some something more exciting. And my husband got a job in uh, Azerbaijan first. So I started with traveling with the kids and I got pregnant with the second one. But as you said, I really wanted the second one and this time didn't come. And I had also a miscarriage in it between that is no full experience for a woman. Um, and this is pity because especially in Italy, uh, the gynecologist don't tell you that it can happen more often than what you think. So when it happens, you are really unprepared. Um, but then again, you know, in the couple, when the couple works, I mean, you can overcome all, all the problems and issues. And when I got pregnant, again, for the, with the second one, um, I have um, got a job for another sport event in the HR, but they work as a consultant. And in this case, you don't have any maternity leaves. You have nothing for maternity. So I was forced to, um, and I commuted. So I went by car one hour to go and one hour to go back. 
with a huge belly. <laughs> but then, and I was also victims of mobbings because of my uh, pregnancy. So it was a really bad experience in my country. And when my uh, husband got a job here in Dubai, we accepted to, to live all together. And now I'm here. I converted completely in um, being a writer, so I can manage the tree and staying home and having time for me. I mean, I'm not forced to follow strict uh, working hours. Yeah, and, and enjoying writing your book, which is your passion, yeah. you told me. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. quite a story. And there's a few things that um, I would love us to discuss more. And um, the first one is, what do you think, um, this is a very interesting fact, but I want to ask you, why do you think when you really wanted a baby, it wasn't happening? And then when you just get relaxed, you don't even think about it, it happens, right? So what do you yeah. think, is it in your opinion, um, that, that why, why things works work like this? I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, but I think I was really too much focused on wanting a baby, wanted to happen, that... Um, um, and it is something, uh, I don't know how to explain being, uh, um, I mean, in, in a normal way without, uh, being using too much thing. I mean, when, when you are with your husband, because you enjoy it yeah, and it's, it's a pleasure, but when you focus on having a baby, it's not like being a machine, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it is clear and <laughs> it's, it's say polite and, I think the in this way it doesn't happen. I mean, it doesn't yeah. work like this, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a circle. So we want something so bad and then we're like, okay, uh, you know, I want it, I want it, I want it. And then we observe because we want it so much. It's the pregnancy, it's everything in life. And because we see it's still not coming, we are like, why it's not coming? And then we stress. And then when we stress, the chances for us to, especially our body to, to be pregnant. And like you said, to, you know, even enjoy um, are even less. So because the stress will not cause you things easier for you. So we just go yeah. into this circle because we want it. We are thinking it's not here yet. It's not happening for me. And then we go into stress. So I just, you know, you just confirmed me. I spoke with so many people, yeah. not just about pregnancy, about other things. And I, I just want to send a message to everyone who are listening. If you are someone who, you know, want to stay pregnant, just try to uh, put your mind off of it. Just focus yeah. on some other things and try to be happy and enjoy and things going to happen for sure. But then I would like yeah, to it, ask it, you. Yeah. Because in my case, when I packed all the things um, for the baby stuff for the first one, and I said to my husband, you can donate everything. I don't want to uh, hear about second baby anymore because probably it's my destiny not having a second one. After one month, I was pregnant. So, yeah. <laughs> but oh, I donate in any case. I donate most of uh, the clothes. Yeah. And now we have three, you see. <laughs> So tell me a little bit more. I would love to talk about this because it's still a little bit of taboo. And I know in my country, when you're looking for employment, people tell you, oh, you know, you cannot stay pregnant in the next two years, you know, because we don't want employee. And I think this is a huge mobbing for a woman. And it is our right to have family and to be pregnant. And we are the one who give life to those men who are still, you know, on top oh. of most of the companies. <laughs> and we give them life, we give them love. And then at the end, they're the one who are deciding, uh, you know, uh, when we're going to have our families and children and a lot of women you know we are still capable uh, even when we're pregnant to work you 
did your work oh. and uh, I don't think it's not a, it's not a disability it's just pregnancy but sometimes we need more rest we need more flexible time um, so what is your message and something that you would say you know for women who are in a similar situation going through a mobbing and how did you overcome it how did you deal with it um for me it was very heavy um because i worked um until two days before uh giving birth and uh, during the labor as because it it was the second one and the pregnancy was normal i mean i had no uh, no health problems um i was still working i was at the hospital and i was sending uh, messages and files through the my mobile uh, but this was not recognized. I mean, um, the first the first day of my absence uh, from work, I was replaced. Uh, no one told me, and all my staff put in a cubbie in a, in a side. Um, so it was my um, um, it was someone working with me who told who tried to be very kind and gentle to tell me that something was going to happen. Um, but it was, um, I was a consultant for a public, uh, for a government institution, and I could not do anything except telling and asking why, but, you know, people were uh, not uh, forced to, to give me an answer. Um, but I, um, at a psychological level, it can be very bad. So my advice is um, to change um, environment if it is possible. Mm -hmm. If you have no solution, if there is no uh, another boss or someone who you can um, rely on, um, and just to explain, they didn't pay me a part of my um, uh, invoices or salaries. Mm -hmm. And I started because I was very, you know, really keen to fight and I was very angry. It's my right. I'm a woman and I didn't take any leaves for these. Uh, all the medical checks I went in the late afternoon and evening uh, because I was really faithful to, to the job. Um, and uh, when I started uh, with the court and whatever, it takes so long. It takes energy. It takes time. It takes money. And it's not worth it. Honestly, if I could go back, I wouldn't start this um, uh, this journey again. Yeah. Um, I think if we can do more by maybe writing articles, or you know, if there is another, if it is an institution to protect women in every country, I think there is. Uh, it is better to raise the voice in this way because mm -hmm. you are not so exposed, and especially if you have already a family, you cannot spend your life by uh, destroying yourself and your family for right that probably i mean no one will give you the time you have spent back yeah, so this yeah. Is my advice then it change according to the countries yeah. i know it can be the same everywhere and i would just like to remind everyone it's just a job sometimes we get so connected we are worried you know how we're gonna survive if we don't have that job and we we get all these thoughts but there's always other way there is always solution i think covid pandemic taught us that we can work from home it is very much possible there is so many other options you know and also follow your passion like you're doing now to write your books and you can also have a profitable business from something that you enjoy and be happy at the same time 
time and also create, you know, something for you financially and for your family. So I'm true believer in that. And I support people. Um, I, I went on my journey. So I went, I left corporate world and I'm never coming back. I just love uh, following my passion. I love, you know, and I found different ways of how you can enjoy and work and really create something for yourself and your family. So um, what happened with the, with the third one then? You told me it was a little bit of surprise, 18 months, uh, 16 months difference, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was a really surprise. Then again, something happened with my hormones. Um, it was like um, once in a lifetime, you don't use anything to protect yourself. And yeah, you know, you see the result, this beautiful baby. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, basically the I mean the struggle is being far from the family so I know that I will need a babysitter sometimes I will need an external help that when I was in my country I mean there's my mom my mother-in-law uh, sister-in-law everyone can help uh, when you are far from your family everything is a little bit difficult more yeah. difficult but um, thanks God in in Dubai I mean, there are a lot of services you just matter of find the one that sits you better and you pay and everything you you can get everything you want yeah. so um, i'm lucky now because my husband is working from home um so we can share i mean i don't need a babysitter i have a, uh, my husband helping so um, i can have time for me it's just a matter of organize and arrange things, maybe in the evening or maybe, you know, like now, because the second one is sleeping, the first one is studying. <laughs> the big baby that is my husband is working. Everyone is, you know, in, a, in the right position and you can have some time for you. Um, but it was a surprise yeah. because I, I had to buy, uh, my husband bought the double stroller. That is like a boat for me, it's huge. <laughs> I had no idea how to drive these these uh, strange things or how to do with the two little ones because also my second one she can't she's very lazy she can't um, walk alone she just wants to grab something and so most of the time when she's jealous I have him here and the other one here I will be like uh, <laughs> very strong now yeah <laughs> but as you say if you um, I mean, I have I have overreaction because I'm human, so I think I like everyone. But my overreaction just lasts one day. I can cry, I can scream and say, "Oh, why does that happen to me? I didn't plan. I didn't, you know, I'm I'm not ready." Uh, but then, if you start smiling and say, "Okay, this is another challenge," and if you get this challenge, you can overcome this challenge. Um, I'm not really into religion, but I'm sure that. Um, all the things that happen to people is there is a reason for this and uh, maybe because you get stronger you can find a way to um, to find your solution to find a solution to find a help so it's just a matter of being positive even if because if you cry all the time you will never find you know the way to to go on and life is beautiful and too short to yeah cry. <laughs> 
I love this and I love, I wanted actually to ask you for an advice. So I think this is a perfect way to really finish. And I believe if, if you, if you're listening, if you have a bad day, everybody have a bad day. We feel overwhelmed. Parenting can be very overwhelming, but just understand, you know, you got this and it, it can turn into happiness and joy. And it doesn't have to be, oh, why is this happening to me? It's actually part of your journey and we are much stronger than we think. So I think well, we can overcome uh, anything that comes to us. So Anna Maria, anything for the, for the end of the session you would like to share with other parents, any other advice you would like to give them from your journey, from your experience? Um, yes, just uh, like a resume of what I said, because my, my father uh, taught me that, that uh, you don't have to worry about the problem until the problem comes to you. Is I was a being like that, you know, a little bit anxious. Um, so once I have the problem, I start thinking of it and to find a solution. And um, also I learned to ask for help because I, I was confused to be uh, like a, you know, wonder woman. I can do everything by myself and uh, um, keep my house in, in clean and, and in the order I want, manage a husband, my life and, and kids. No, we are not. We are very strong, stronger than, than men, but we are not. Uh, we, we don't have all these superpowers and not forever. So it is really helpful to ask for help. It is family or it is a cleaner, it is a, a babysitter or whatever. But when you need, you, you stop, you breathe, you ask for help because you are important. And if you don't care of yourself, no one will do in the same way. It's like love yourself. This is uh, what I, I love it. <laughs> and this is, I love it, and it's so true. Now I need to cut my hair because they are awful. So in the week, I will finally leave the kids with my husband, and I will go for you know <laughs> a treatment. Yes, some me time. Yes, Absolutely. exactly. Uh, and I love what you said that don't think about the problem before yeah. it comes, and this is true. We often overthink and worry about things, and they never even happen. Yeah. So try to enjoy the moment just say hey today i don't have any problems why would i think if any of them will come exactly. thank you anna maria thank this you. is an incredible session i really enjoy speaking to you and i'm sure all of you listening benefit from uh, anna maria's journey and her advice and i would just like to uh, finish by thanking you for always being here and listening and of course i will see you in the next 